Welcome to a paranormal show unlike any other. The Ghost Helpers Show with your guides, Tina Irwin and Laura Van Tyne. Where the paranormal is more normal than you think. We are seasoned psychics who once led normal, everyday lives just like you. Until the paranormal world refused to be ignored any longer. We have listened to countless dead tell their stories, and we are sharing that knowledge with you. Join us each week as we take a piece of the paranormal and explain how it works using true ghost stories, the tales that the dead have told us. Our intention is to offer new insights and understandings of the paranormal pandemonium which surrounds that mystical fourth dimension and how it impacts our normal everyday lives. The Ghost Helper Show with Laura and Tina, teaching the living to help the dead, starts now. Welcome, everyone, to Ghost Helpers. I'm Tina Irwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Laura Van Tyne. And we'd like to remind everyone that the paranormal is far more normal than you think. And we, again, want to thank you for joining us. And we're going to start out by thanking our sponsors, The Oil Lounge, for helping us with our show today. And Laura, I think you have some shout outs. You know, I want to thank a couple of groups that have been super helpful for us. Um, The Namaste group, the ghost hauntings and the paranormal and hauntings entities and the paranormal for your support in our show. We really appreciate that. So this week's show, we're going to start out with a brief recap of what happened to Laura's daughter and how she was able to... um, deal with what was happening to her or her lack of the ability to deal with it. It well, became it was, a nightmare. Yeah, we lived we lived what I think most horror stories are are built from from Hollywood, but it was true and it was our story. It was real. So give a let's give everybody a brief recap of well, just run we, a quick rundown because we have a lot to cover today. We had all kinds of ghosts entering our house and they weren't all sweet grandma ghosts either. I mean they were rapists and pedophiles and you know the dead wanting help and you know i think about the the book or the the movie the sixth sense where you know the little boy says i see dead people and all i could think of at the time was god he's so lucky he only sees one at a time you know that would be easy (laughs) at one point he saw three um so these things they're real i'm not the only one with these experiences which is why we're having this show Okay, so your daughter was how old when when this started? Probably five when we realized what was really happening. And then, so we spent a couple of years, you know, basically looking for help. And how do you find help that's that's safe? And she, let's let's review the bidding. She could not only see the dead, she could hear them. She was uh, and still is an animal telepath. She had no control who were who was literally coming in through either your television, coming home with her, coming literally walking through the walls, walking, you know, stepping right into your car as you're driving. It was like we were a ghost superhighway. It was just constant. But you didn't only have ghosts. That was the scary part. If it were just ghosts, it would have been a little bit easier. But there's a lot of in this dimension. It's not full of unicorns and rainbows and love and light. I, I hate to say that. I wish it were. That'd be amazing. But there's all kinds of dark entities and dark beings that wanted her, were vying for her. And we really were in the midst of a spiritual war in our house. And it was a war that I could never really share anything about with anyone because they would think you're nuts. All right. So this week's show 
is the opportunity to share with everyone your search for help, trying to find out <clears throat> who can actually deal with the fourth dimension in a logical way. And we, we are going over this because this is still going on. People are still believing that these things work to deal with the dead and they don't. So Laura, yeah. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna turn this over. I want you to begin your story. What did you do to try to find help with your situation? Well, first of all, if you have a child and your child is, I hate this word because it's not really a gift, gifted at the piano or soccer or, or anything, as a parent, you can run around and you can say, oh, hey, do you know of a good soccer coach? Do you know of a good piano teacher? Do you know of a good this or that? Hey, you're, my kid's really psychic. Do you know of some like good psychic help? You don't do that, right? It's, <laughs> you're putting your kid on, on a possible um, zoo show, basically, because if a couple of things, one, they're going to think your child's the devil, or they're going to want them to become a novelty act for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <clears throat> how did you begin your search? Give everybody well, just the beginning. And this started about 10 years ago. And at that time, the internet wasn't as what it is today, although it's, I don't know if it's better or worse, but I started my search looking for answers, start doing internet searches. And what I found didn't jive with me. So the only thing in this whole, throughout this whole journey, I knew the only thing I had that I could fully trust was my intuition. That was my gatekeeper. That I felt was what kept us safe. So as I'm looking through doing internet searches, I, I came across like what I'm going to call two buckets. There were the websites that were male-based that were generally black and red, and they had like little blood, you know, uh, paw prints or, you know, marks going down it. Claw marks. Uh, marks. There's the female sites were always black and purple and they had shiny blinking things on them. And I thought neither of those styles are me and I don't trust them. They felt dark and dangerous to me. They're not resonating with you. They're not resonating with me. And I was looking for something a little bit more normal in the paranormal. And it just doesn't really, I, honestly, I don't know if it exists. All right. <clears throat> So you did find some psychics. I did. So along the way, I would be, you know, asking friends or people who I felt were a little bit more open. Oh, hey, do you know, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a reading or thinking about doing this. Do you know of anyone? Not giving up my hand with, oh my gosh, my kid is super psychic. And one of the first psychics that I came across, and a lot of them were very well-meaning, they had my greatest good, my daughter's greatest good, although they didn't know it was my daughter at the beginning because I wanted to protect her, our greatest good in mind, but some of them didn't. One of the first psychics I came across told me to, oh, just have, you know, just follow spirit. That's all you have to do. And so I told her a little bit about my daughter seeing ghosts and that's all it was, was, oh yeah, my daughter can see ghosts. Just have her follow spirit. She can, ha she has guides and she can trust them and she can just keep following spirit. And my question was, what is spirit? How do I know spirit has her greater good in mind? And what, what answer did you get to that question? Just Did trust. you ask that? So her, her comeback was always just trust. Just trust. But so the, blindly trust. So, you know, parents, let's put this in the 
third dimension. Let's say you're going, I'm going to call, call out this institution because I'm not the first one and I probably won't be the last one. <laughs> Let's look at the Catholic church. Um, how many parents across the world have put their blind face, faith into a priest who was a pedophile? Or, or a nun who was vicious and cruel. Been there, so done that. why would I blindly trust when in the third dimensional world, why would I blindly trust anyone that I didn't know with my child? Having her follow spirit, I don't know what that means. I don't know what spirit is. I do know that it's not just ghosts. And I do know that there's all kinds of beings and entities in my house right now at that time. You know, would you, as a parent, allow your five-year-old to go to a park and run off to the ice cream truck without your supervision? None of those are safe. None of those are logical to do as a parent. Why is this any different? Why should I let her just trust spirit? Because she's seeing and talking to things that then I couldn't see or talk to myself. I, I think the other issue here <clears throat> is I hear psychics say this on such a constant basis, just trust spirit. And if you ask them to define just the word spirit, not spirit guides, because we still don't know who they are either. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer, any, every single serial killer and um, yeah, we killer all, shooter has a spirit guide. We all, Who is that? Okay, but let's back it up a moment. We all have a spiritual team. What team does yours play for? That's a critical question. And one of the things, as I have listened to you over the years, that has concerned me personally, that so many in many different communities are trusting blindly without any due diligence, without verification. They can't define spirit because they've just heard it and they're simply parroting what they've heard over the years. They don't really know what that means and they don't really know how to discern or perform due diligence on what they think is a spiritual guide. That's, that is dangerous. That's just the only way I can describe it. It is. We, we, at night, we lock our windows and doors for a reason. We want to keep those things out. Why is the paranormal world, that fourth dimensional world, why should that be different? Why should we blindly trust? Why should we blindly believe? You know, and, you know, I have the saying that serial killers aren't heaven sent. I mean, look at the Texas Walmart shooter in the city of Poway, where I live. There was a guy who came in and shot up a synagogue. I mean, which shocked his own parents. They had no idea he had this, this going on. Who was his spiritual team? When we come back, I want to talk about more about these things and what to look for. If you have a psychic child or if you're psychic yourself, how do you keep yourself safe? And we'll be right back. being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, 
and conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about maximum medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. People often ask, what does it mean to thrive? On Thrive by Gen Radio, it means body confidence, mind fulfillment, and soul synchronicity. Create synchronicity with God and learn as Jen shares action steps and real stories that will inspire you to be unstoppable in fulfilling your purpose. Tune in live each Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit JenniferZellup.com to thrive with Jen. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Welcome back to the Karmic Path. We're talking about... We're actually ghost helpers now. We're ghosts. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. We need a swear jar. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, where'd that come from? (laughs) Old habits. Yeah, we've been ghost helpers for a long time. All right. So we're talking about um, ghost helpers. Um, The trials and tribulations that we went through in finding the right kind of help for the paranormal, because the paranormal is more normal than we think. And the reason why we're having this discussion is because I'm not the only one out there. And I know there's so much misinformation or dangerous information under the guise of being helpful. People are well-intentioned, but they don't study. I hate to be blunt. They don't study. They don't verify. They don't test, which is why we started the psychic self-defense course on our, right. our, our websites to determine what is real, what isn't real. Yeah. Okay. So in your search, what else happened? Okay. The follow spirit thing was like 
a constant thing. It's like, yeah, really? Okay. You know, and it's like I said, it's not all unicorns and rainbows over there. That'd be amazing. Right. So I had another psychic who said, I will work with your child, but not you. And since you live close, like within the San Diego area, you can bring her to my home and wait in the car. And I just like all kinds of bells and whistles went off with that one. She's like, each session's about an hour. And then, you know, you can come and get her. She's five, six years old at the time. Why would I drop my child off to a total stranger to have these discussions about the paranormal? And I have no idea what is being said to my daughter. Or who else is there? Well, and this is, to me, this was black magic because what this psychic was trying to do was separate me from my child. That's pure black magic. Somebody who is working for your greater good or who has a good connection to the divine is simply going to keep the family unit together. All of those spiritual leaders, the greats, Muhammad, Jesus, etc., made sure their families were taken care of. They didn't separate their families. And so with that, is you know, a spiritual leader, like we said, can go on both sides, right? Both both teams here. So red flag, separate the parent from the child is it should be a red flag for anyone who has a psychic child. You don't, you teach the parent, you never, ever, ever work directly with a child because you never want to abrogate the parent's rights and responsibility with a child. When you educate the parents, you educate an entire family. And, you know, Daryl, thank you for writing into Facebook and we'll answer that um, on Facebook in a little bit here. So thank you for that where we see that. So thank you. All right. Another thing was psychics would tell me, just let your child explore her abilities or her gifts. They're always a gift and she'll be fine. All right. So parents, your toddler now knows how to walk. Are you going to let them just explore out in the street or are you going to make sure they're safe? Are you going to let them, if they find rat poison or razor blades, are you going to let them just play with them? You don't, you let children explore, but you let them explore in a safe manner. You don't simply let them go. Put limits on exploration for a reason. There are certain things in the paranormal world that can be extremely dangerous. And a five or six-year-old isn't going to know that. And right. your job as the parent is of not only to keep her safe, but to understand what is she experiencing. And if you can't see it, that becomes a logistic and educational nightmare. Well, and I got to be honest with you, during those days, I felt so blind as a parent. And so did my husband. Um, school teachers, you know, I spent many years teaching in the public school system. Boundaries keep kids safe. You give them just enough to explore and to learn, but you don't just let them go. So just letting her explore all of her abilities with, without abandon is dangerous. With no guidelines. I, I also had a teacher friend of mine try to convince me that, you know, my daughter wasn't really psychic because that doesn't exist. She's probably just autistic. Yeah. And no, she I needs to be so. medicated. And medicating a psychic child like this, I think is really dangerous because what you're doing, cruel. it's cruel because you're not addressing the issue with your psychic child or a psychic adult even. Because that means that the adults in that child's life are afraid. Knowledge is power. That's the whole point 
of this show is to empower people who are listening to know what doesn't work, what is dangerous. And we're going to, in every show, we're going to be teaching more and more about what does work and why. All right. So guided exploration was the key. And for those, the psychic that said, just let her go off and do her thing. That's, that's not cool. All right. Here's one of my favorite stories, sort of. Go ahead. <laughs> Launch. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. I had a, a friend of mine who had all the great intentions and, you know, the problem was, is that my problem was so big and severe that what she was trying to help me with just wouldn't work. And that was, she's, you know, we had ghosts and things running through our house 24 seven, nobody's sleeping. I went for a year and a half at one point for a very long time. I justified that two consecutive hours of sleep a night was enough. That to me was a full night's sleep. And that was torture. Before and, you start this particular story, mm -hmm. Talk about the psychic you went to um, in La Jolla. Oh, all right. I had gone to, because I'm looking for help and I found a psychic. I'm on the internet and this guy, this guy's website looked good. Wasn't dripping blood. Wasn't dripping blood. It wasn't all purple and sparkly. Um, but I like purple and sparkly, but just not on my website. So we get there and I talked to him on the phone and I, this time I brought my daughter with me. And we get there and he starts screaming at me because not only do we have a lot of ghosts with us, but I also have my dad ghost with us and I don't know what to do. And my dad ghost is telling my daughter, telling me through my daughter, you know, it's, things are dangerous and there's this thing and there's that thing. And my dad's kind of like protecting us as a ghost at this point. And I, I don't know what to do with my dad as a ghost either. This guy comes out and he just starts yelling and screaming at me in front of my daughter. Your dad's a ghost and he needs that, you know, he shouldn't be here and he needs to be crossed over. Well, duh, if you could have crossed him over and dealt with this. Thank you. Why would you need him? Well, why, why would he scream at me, first of all, in front of my kid? And this was one of those things where I just got up and I took my daughter and we just left. Um. Yes, he was right. We needed to cross my dad over and all the, you know, thousands of other ghosts. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what that fully meant, but him screaming and yelling at me and belittling and berating me was not the solution either. And especially in front of my kid, you don't do that. You've just undermined my authority as a parent. Gave psychics a really bad name too. It does. It does. So we have um, I have a friend who says, you know, why don't you try burning sage? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. You and Duchess Megan who thinks that works. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> it sage has a different purpose. The purpose of sage is not to remove dark entities or ghosts. And I'll, we'll explain that as we go along. So I, my friend says burn some sage. So I find some sage somewhere. I don't know where. And I burn a burn a little bit of sage and I report back to, back to her. And she's like, yeah. Uh, I'm like, yeah, it didn't work. And then she says, well, did you burn white sage? And I'm like, there's a difference. I, I, I didn't know. I, right. I had no clue. So she's like, yeah, there's a huge difference. I'm going to come by your house and I'll bring you some sage. And it was really sweet and kind of her. And I love this friend to death, but my problem was bigger than that. And it's not a fault on hers or anything. I love her to death. Again, my problem was bigger than this. 
And she comes back with, you know, she says, I brought you 12 bundles of sage. They're really powerful. And what you're going to do is you're just going to burn one. You're going to open up a window or door and you're going to burn it and, you know, bring it throughout the whole house and walk it through and you should be good to go. And I'm like, okay. And I'm looking at these 12 bundles of sage that, you know, are supposedly really powerful. And I'm starting my school day with the girls and my husband's off to work. And, you know, it's whenever my daughter would say mom with two syllables, mom, I knew something odd and paranormal was coming my way and I had to deal with it. And so we're getting everybody ready for school. And I thought, well, when I get back from school, from dropping everybody off, I'm going to burn the sage. And I get home and I'm looking at the sage and I'm thinking, there is so much here. Is one bundle really enough? <laughs> She's starting to laugh already. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's take our break just a little bit earlier. So I'm going to tell you what happened when I burned this sage because, oh my God. All right, so you are listening to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio. We want to thank the Oil Lounge for sponsoring this show. And with that, I'm going to come back and tell you what happened with my 12 bundles of sage. And we'll be right back. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Then tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go to ignite the life you deserve. Visit GetRootedRadio.com and tune in. Are you searching? searching? Looking for a sign? A message you need to hear? From the great unknown? From the most mysterious place that is the most familiar to your soul in the depths of who you are? The universe puts someone here to talk to, someone God gave a blessing to that you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net. 1-800-323-1790 Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit thetruthisfunny.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. 
our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. guest helpers. Laura is describing her journey in finding help with her super psychic child. And she's about to tell us what happened when she burned 12 bundles. Oh, you just ruined it. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Go forward. Tell us. I think this is one of Tina's favorite stories. So I'm, I'm home now. I'm alone. I've got my dog you're alone in the third dimension not the fourth correct yes yes and i've got you know my dog two cats a rabbit all home chickens chickens the farm and i'm looking at this i'm like oh my god if if i can make all of these things go away i could sleep while my kids are at school again sleep is a precious commodity it's no longer a privilege a right it's just a commodity actually it is a privilege and so I look at this, these, these sage bundles, and I thought, well, if one's powerful, 12 must be really powerful, right? So I put them in a giant silver mixing bowl, and I light them on fire. And now I've got this sound coming out of my silver mixing bowl. And by the way, I did not think this one through because I was so tired. It got hot really fast. Okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> thank goodness, excuse me. I'm, I'm, thank goodness. I'm near my dining room table and I dropped it like a hot rock or a hot bowl full of burning sage. And I grabbed some hot pads, my smoke detectors and the entire house start going off. I open up the windows, <laughs> I open up the windows in my house and I take the 12 bundles of sage. My, meanwhile, all the animals ran outside the house. I take my burning bowl of, of sage and I run out the front door. I've got all the windows open and I'm watching the smoke billow out of the windows like my house is on fire. And all I could think of was, oh my God, I hope no one calls the fire station. <laughs> You're really lucky nobody <laughs> called the fire department. How do you explain that? I mean, because I've got a really tight-knit neighborhood. Everybody knows each other. Fortunately, everybody was at work, right? They were probably at work or whatever. So no one called the fire department. And I left my burning bowl of sage out on the front sidewalk. And I got in my car and I turned it on. And I drove around aimlessly for hours, not knowing what to do. And by the way, I dismantled all, I broke all of my smoke detectors. I bet you did. I ripped them off the wall because they wouldn't stop beeping. There was so much smoke in the house. So they're, they're effective and they work is what I learned. 
Especially when you've got billowing smoke. Oh my gosh. And so now, and I'm all smoky now too. And I'm watching, you know, I did douse the silver mixing bowl full of burning sage on this, that was on my sidewalk with water. And I just got in my car and I left. I was so defeated. That was probably one of the most well, defeating the, the moments of my is, life. How did you know it didn't work? Because all of those things that were in my house were still in my house. And those dark beings that like to torture me and my family and my animals all piled into the car with me. You can I, see couldn't, them. You can... I couldn't see them, but I could sense them and I knew it. Okay. So let's just take a second and analyze why didn't Sage work? Okay. So here's what I've learned in the process. And this is why I'm telling the Sage story. Sage has a purpose. But it, this is not the purpose of sage. Sage is great. Oh yes, for yes. sausage and ceremonies. You're making sausage. Sage is your herb. You're doing a ceremony, and I think this started with Native Americans because Native Americans burned sage at ceremonies. How this got extrapolated that sage works to get rid of a ghost or dark intelligences or entities, I have no idea. But it's absolutely untrue. If a, if a psychic tells you sage works, they really don't know what they're talking about. I'm going to be really blunt. So not politically correct. I don't care because it doesn't work. Not passionate much, are you? I'm really passionate because everybody says, oh, just burn some sage. And it's just worthless. And the reason it's worthless, I'm getting really wound up here. You know, I can't take the batteries out of her people. I'm sorry. It doesn't work <laughs> because the frequency is too low. Everything in God's universe is a math problem. So if you burn something that is a low frequency, because it's never meant for that purpose, sage is great, but not for this purpose. Not to remove ghosts. And where do they it go? Just isn't. If you're, you know, where would they go also? But also these dark entities, it doesn't matter. And so if we look at a plant, so one of the things that we talk about a lot is in our courses, especially our psychic self-defense course. And the psychic self-defense course is pretty packed, but one of the things that we talk about is Christ was given three things. What was he given? He was given gold, which we pretty much figure out why. Right. That's an easy one, right? Frankincense and myrrh. So why was Christ given tree sap? Because tree sap is the life. The life blood, right? It's the life blood. And these are sacred trees. I mean, actually right now, frankincense and myrrh trees are endangered species. And the other element here. And in our psychic self-defense course, we include an, a, an energy clearing kit that includes a resin blend that we made. That literally really, we make it by hand. We make it by hand. Ask my husband. He's not thrilled with that. Um, <laughs> he's a good sport. He's a good sport that does this job. It's just years of experimentation. We know what works. And this experiment with Sage for you had to have been not only was it defeating, but you learned a really valuable lesson. I, I did. Unfortunately, you didn't and want to know. So what we're looking at is we're looking at, you know, utilizing the lifeblood of a tree, of a high frequency tree, or we're utilizing some crispy leaves that are on a shrub branch. That's the difference. And it didn't work. And so I literally, I drove around aimlessly for what seemed like forever um, I can't now, believe I, I, can, I, I can almost hear people saying, well, you had a severe case, but in lesser cases, Sage would work. I'm going to stop that thought right now because <laughs> not could, passionate. <laughs> I could be psychic here. It won't matter. 
what your degree of haunting or demonic inhabitation is. Sage doesn't work. It will never work. It never has worked. So stop telling people to use sage. It's worthless. There, I just was blunt. Yeah, she's 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 good at that. <laughs> so it doesn't work to remove these dark entities and ghosts, period. And if it did remove a ghost or an entity, let's pretend it did. Where did it go? Who is it bothering now? And will it come back? What yeah, what would prevent them from come back once coming back once the smoke clears? or bothering somebody else? So when your daughter came home and your house probably still smelled like sage, what did she say? Uh, my house smelled like smoke for three or four days. It was that bad. And your daughter said what? Well, you tried, mommy. I'm like, yeah, I know. She knew. I mean, she knew. She, the whole family knew I was trying to figure this out. Well, you're trying everything. And I, I think that that speaks highly of you. And, and it gave you this deep abiding understanding of what doesn't work. And sometimes in the education process, understanding what doesn't work is a valuable lesson. It's an extremely valuable lesson. So let's keep going. All right. So another thing that I kept hearing from well-meaning psychics was, oh, your child is a starseed child. She's a crystal child. She's an indigo child. She's so special, so special. Okay, newsflash, all children, all people are special. I don't want to put her on a pedestal because that doesn't fix the problem either. It's just a label. And she's a child. I need help with her. Like any other parent out there needs to help with their child from here, from, you know. But it's almost there. a snob label. My child is a starseed child. Yeah. So what? What do you do with that? What is that child doing with it? You're the parent. How are you helping that child? with whatever this means and no one ever really tells you what does it mean and if you if you really push it they'll say oh they're connected with the great divine and higher spiritual guides not so much well and how do you know that's really a, that's another big thing how do you know if you're working with a psychic and this was i worked with a lot of psychics and nobody ever really felt right to me because how do you know right i i can see and touch and things in this third dimension tangible world but i can't do that in this other dimension so how do you know who or what you're talking to is really who or what you're talking to and one of the other psychics i had met uh, along the way this was an animal telepath because my daughter is an amazing animal telepath she talks to the animals and they talk back to her a they, lot. They talk back to her a lot. They, yeah, the, the stuff that, you know, that comes out of their mouths is just actually quite hilarious sometimes. By the way, dog owners, all dogs want better beds. That's, <laughs> that's their first complaint always. Better dog, better beds and more treats. Um, <laughs> so we, there was an animal telepath north of Los Angeles and we, I talked with her seemed good my daughter wanted to meet her because she wanted to meet someone else who was like her that makes the sense. other part of this whole psychic thing is that it's so lonely it is extremely lonely it's a really lonely place to be because other people can't always understand what you're going through or what you're seeing and what you're hearing and she really wanted to meet an animal telepath and i'm you know praying all the time and we I find this animal telepath and I go up to um, North LA and we meet with her and she all of a sudden starts telling my kid that, oh, she's a rainbow child and my animals, you know, she had like a guinea pig and whatever. And 
oh, they're telling me that you need to stop talking to animals because you need to, you, you're too young to have this gift and you need to come back later for it. And it's like, how do you turn that off? Well, first of all, it's not a gift. No, it's not a gift. You couldn't give it back. And she should have known that. And like you can turn it off. I think what it was, I think there was a jealousy component with this woman. And I think she wanted to meet my daughter to figure out who her competition was, but it wasn't a competition in our, in our mind. And now you just wanted a kindred spirit. So what were the animals saying to the to animals your, your daughter? We're telling my daughter that she's basically full of SHIT. The other and woman. Then she's making this stuff up and, uh, you know, just the animals were not nice about what their owner was saying. Let's put it that way. And when we come back, we're going to take another break. We're going to talk about all these, you know, fraudsters and how to look for the right, the right help. Well, you're also going to talk about the fact that you went to religious institutions and what happened when you talked to them. All right. With that, you're listening to Ghost Helpers on Transformation right. Talk Radio. Thank you. <laughs> and we will be right back. Would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Do you know how powerful your thoughts and beliefs are in determining your experience of your life? Is it really true that simply by changing some of the words you use in your day-to-day -day language that you can change your life? I'm Megan Edge. Join me on Playing on the Edge Radical Change with Ease with my co-host Dr. Pat on Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to seeing you there. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuiper on her hit show, Beyond Grief Radio. Redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible, even in death. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information or to listen to past shows, visit AngieCorbettKuiper.com. 
It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com. Welcome back to Guest Helpers. Laura is continuing to tell us her saga because it's a, it's an epic journey of her search for help. And so now you're going to talk about what happened when you went to religious institutions. How did that work? So I'm looking for help on the internet with psychics, but I'm also looking for help with religious institutions. And I talked to a lot of well-meaning people. And one of the first <laughs> things that came out was, well, if your daughter can see these things, she's probably a child of the devil and we need to rebuke her in the name of Jesus. And I'm like, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. She's, what? A, she's, a, she's a five year, six year old. She's, she's a little kid, man. She just wants to play and, you know, be normal, be normal and not have to deal with ghosts and this and that. And she's not a child of the devil. I mean, that's just such a fear based fear mongering thing. And it really frustrates me when I hear people say that, oh, well, if you can talk to the dead or if you can see these things, you're a child. Or if you can do healing, you're a, ch- you're a person of the devil, which is completely ridiculous. Yeah, Christ did healing. Yeah, he was certainly not of the devil. Yeah. Um, you know that, so we we go to a couple of them and, you know, the Catholic Church does deal with dark entities and things like that. And a friend of mine, you know, recommended this church and we get there and the priest was like, oh, well, you know, because at this point, I'm only talking about Annabelle, who I discussed in last week's show, was this child who was our fourth daughter, who was actually a ghost child, who was starting to harm my daughter. And, you know, I'm talking to the priest about Annabelle and he's like, oh, she's, a, you know, you must have had a family member that had an abortion and she's the, you know, the result of the abortion. And it's like, no, no one I know had an abortion. A seven-year-old that's an aborted <laughs> child. This person doesn't understand the physics of ghosts. No. And so um, I said, yeah, that's not it. And he's like, he keeps insisting that, you know, Annabelle is the aborted fetus of like one of our family members from who knows where. He's just making this stuff up. And it's like, yeah, that's not it. And then um, I get a call from a couple of days later. He's like, we're going to do a high mass for Annabelle and we're going to, you know, help her go into the heavens. And I'm like, okay. And Actually, it was my husband that said, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. So, <laughs> so my husband makes God this appointment. Him. I know. My husband makes this appointment to go to some high mass, and, and they're going to have the three women uh, clergy priest helper people. I, I don't know what they're called. Catholic Church doesn't allow any women to do priestly things. I said helper people. Okay, they're helper people. Those <laughs> so, would be nuns. Well, I don't think they were nuns though. They were like, I don't, I don't know who they were. So anyways, make the appointment, let's say it's six o'clock on a Tuesday. And, and my husband calls me. He's like, oh gosh, I'm in this meeting. I'm, I can't make it. I'm so sorry. And I bet you were not happy. <laughs> not happy. So I take my three living children and the ghost child to this church and uh, they have me sitting up on the uh, altar there. And the girls are in the, in the, in the pews. 
and I'm watching this and there are the three women up there that are helping with Annabelle because I, I got to be honest with you, I'm desperate. I want my kid to stop being stabbed in the back with a knife. I want my kid to be able to sleep. And they are just sitting there rocking. Oh, I see Annabelle. And they're rocking back and forth, like really dramatically. I see Annabelle and she's frolicking in a field and she's meeting Jesus and Jesus is giving her a big hug and all the angels are with them and they're crossing them over. And this whole process took like 30 minutes. And so you look in the pew and what, what do you see? I see my psychic child clearly having a conversation with the ghost Annabelle and they're pretty much on the floor laughing silently. Their whole body, you know, her whole body is shaking and she's just laughing. They, they think this is so funny because it doesn't work. And I go, <laughs> I thank them and I take my three living children and the ghost child back home, get in the car. My husband's still not home, by the way, by the time we got home. In a big meeting. <laughs> he did actually have a meeting, but still could have said no, nothing was solved. And I had another religious institution that wanted to put anoint oils around my doorways and windows. I'm like, okay. Did anybody tell you to use holy water? Yeah, holy water too. Except that it's not very holy if a if a priest blesses it because priests aren't holy if they're pedophiles. Right. And I don't know if this guy was a pedophile or not, but, but there you go. Then how about somebody didn't somebody tell you about blessing your house? Yeah, so you could if you if I sat in a lotus position, this is a psychic thing, not a religious thing. If I sit in a my daughter's at school and I'm worried about her safety from the paranormal. If I sit on in a, in a lotus position in my living room floor and imagine her in a bubble of white light, she'll be safe. And all I could think of was how freaking easy are bubbles to pop, first of all. Second well, of all, I got to buy groceries. I got to pay the bills. I got to feed the animals. I got to do all this other stuff. I don't have time to sit on my living room floor in a lotus position for six hours, putting her in a bubble. And, and the problem with that entire scenario is this is what gives the new age community a really name of woo woo and not realistic. Airy fairy. Airy fairy because- that's not very, that's not realistic in any reality. And it doesn't, it doesn't lend itself to anything helpful, even though the person who told you probably had the best intentions. Right. Again, good intentions, but if you look at the logic trail, the science behind it, the physics behind it, it just it's it, not, doesn't work. It doesn't work. And bubbles are easy to pop. Well, the problem with, you do hear a lot of psychics say, just bring down white light. If you just bring some, some white light, she'll be okay. Well, first of all, to be able to do that for a long enough period of time and to build it up, it takes a while to do that because you're shifting the frequency of a child in a location that still doesn't have anything to do with dealing with the ghost. It doesn't well, address the problem. And, you know, imagine shifting the frequency of, of a school. I mean, schools are pretty low frequency, oh, right? Don't even get me started on high schools. <laughs> so it was elementary school, but still. So we're shifting, you know, what I now know, what I didn't know then is that it really does all come down to frequency and how do you raise it? And what does that mean? And that's why we put together the psychic self-defense course, because there's so much misinformation out there. Imagine if you had the right information, what worked for you, what rang true for you. And you're not just running around, you know, wafting sage all over the place, you know, in a moo-moo. I don't know. I, I don't know. 
Well, didn't didn't they tell you that there were other people you needed? Yeah, I needed to talk to a shaman. I needed to talk to a Reiki master or somebody who was a representative of the divine feminine. I'm like, or a high priestess. What the heck are these things, right? I mean, a Reiki master. Now, Reiki master does shift energy, but a Reiki master doesn't deal with removing these things. That's not their job. Someone who does Reiki has legitimately studied. They know how to move energy inside a person, a mortal person's body, and that's really their focus. It's not to remove the dead and deal with the paranormal. That's not their main focus. Oh, and you need a big male priest to come in and bless your house. So what if he's five foot seven? Is that a bad priest? I, you know, and why does it have to be a male? Well, I mean, <clears throat> and what is a priestess going to do? I, I don't know either. So did you ever find any of these people? Um I, anybody that came with a title of a Reiki master or defined feminine or a goddess or whatever, I wasn't interested. I, I just, because it, you weren't interested because it didn't ring true for well, you. Well, it's a title. It doesn't tell me. I mean, I can tell you plenty of teachers out there with a title of a teacher who shouldn't be teaching. I can tell you, you know, dentists who are, you know, have their degrees that maybe shouldn't practice dentistry. Just because someone has a title doesn't make them all-knowing, all-encompassing. All right. So you have looked at all the basics that the new age has to offer. Yep. And you've been, your child's been labeled, saged, white-lighted, <laughs> blessed, um, salted. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So all those things have happened to her. And I never put her in a pot of boiling, pot of boiling water, though. <laughs> Thank God. No cauldrons, no vanishing, and nothing worked. So next week, the whole focus is going to be Laura's. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What's so funny? I'm just imagining salting her <laughs> and saging her and <laughs> all those things which didn't work. Next week's show is purely Laura's search for true understanding, insight, and returning her power to her. And we're going to talk about what works and why it works in dealing with the paranormal. So you're listening to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio. We want to thank the Oil Lounge. We want to thank our producers, Benny and Kat. And most of all, we Benny's want to thank... not here today. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I missed that memo. We want to thank whoever's helping us today. Thanks, and most Nathan. of all, to each and every one of you. Who's, Nathan. Nathan. Thank Nathan you, is Nathan. here. Thank you. He's our producer for um, KKNW. And we would like to thank each of you for listening to us and for sharing this information with your friends and family members, whether it's on Facebook or wherever you find it, because dispelling false information helps everyone. So until next week, when you find out what does work, we'll, we'll see you then.